Welcome to Her, Healthy, Empowered Relationships. I'm Barry Price. Now, my client, Linda, was typical of many of the powerful, strong, independent women that I work with. She came to me having had experiences in her life of either intimidating men, or as soon as she was with guys, she gradually began to find that they would turn into boys, that she would be in charge and control of so many things in the relationship that she felt like she had to do it all herself. What she was looking for was to have the relationship she was in when we started coaching actually evolve and grow into something where he was a full partner, someone who really showed up in that relationship and in their lives so they could build a life together. So we began to dig. We began to look at what was it that was continually attracting these boys into her life? What was it that had her current partner acting like a boy instead of a man. Quite often the mistake we make in relationships is focusing solely on what the other person is or isn't doing and then basically hoping or praying they'll change or trying to make them change. That's a fantastic way to give your power away when you got to hold your breath and hope someone else does something. Instead, we focus on being empowered ourselves and taking empowered action. That started with us asking the right questions about why this was happening. Was there anything in Linda's pattern that was causing her to repeatedly attract this relationship over and over and over? The guys had a new name, different face, but it was the same result for her over and over again. What we began to find and what I found over and over again with many clients is that quite often Becoming the powerful, independent, in-control person is an adaptation that came out of growing up in an environment that rewarded us if we were more independent. The reasons vary, but at its core, at a certain point, we felt either emotionally or maybe even physically unsafe. Emotional lack of safety can simply mean that if we act like we really are, if we say the things we really have come to mind, if we do what we want, if we say what we want, we're not rewarded in that household or by our parents. Instead of getting love and praise for fully expressing who we really are, we get conditional love. We might get punishment or we might get disapproval. That creates an emotional lack of safety to be who we really are. The physical lack of safety, unfortunately, is more common than you would hope. Households like the one Linda grew up in, where one of the parents would have uh, addicted friends over and chaotic, unpredictable things would happen, to the point where she'd lock herself into her room. There may be other kinds of lack of safety that you've experienced growing up, but as Linda said, when we began to realize that this was a challenge of hers, She said, I never, ever would have thought of myself as someone who didn't feel safe. My identity is as a strong woman. She left home in her teens, made her own way, built herself up. She's independent and brilliant and strong, a survivor in many ways. And yet, all of those things were a response to the unpleasantness and the conditional love of growing up. So quite often, As human beings, what we do when we become powerful and strong is we can do it aspirationally. 
meaning we're doing it because we want to get to the next level of our own achievement. But often the roots of it are set in trying to prove something to those around us or trying to create independence and control so that we're not affected negatively by the people that we grew up around. For Linda, she didn't want to be affected by the lack of safety in a household where she couldn't control the environment. She didn't want to be affected by her mom's emotional roller coaster, so she found ways to put emotional walls up. I call it the armor and the sword. The armor are the ways we protect and close ourselves off from being hurt or affected by others. And the sword are the ways that we can jab at people to keep them off, to warn them not to mess with us. So you may, over the course of your life, have developed some of these adaptations to protect yourself because underneath the armor and the sword were all sensitive, loving, open hearts. That's exactly what we're protecting. So once Linda and I discovered what was really going on, we began to work on that core feeling. That core feeling of knowing that she is unconditionally loved now, reaffirming that she is in a physically safe space she has control over now. And as that happened, she found she needed less of that armor and sword, less of that tough exterior at all times. She could use it selectively. She also found she didn't need to take control and be the person who took charge of everything anymore. She still did so when it made sense for her to do so, but she no longer felt the need to have control in order to feel certain and safe. She could feel safe already. And because she already had this base sense of safety, she no longer had to reach for the door and open it before he did, plan every holiday, make the financial decisions, figure out how they were going to work on something in the relationship. She was capable of doing all those and she still did from time to time, but she started to allow space for him to do some of that as well. And of course he stepped up and they're happier now than they ever had been before. That's a happily ever after that's based on the courage she had and that you have as a powerful woman to be willing to look at where you might have put on the armor and the sword to protect yourself and what you could do now to begin opening up more again. Much love. And if this podcast helped you, it might help somebody else. So please think of sharing it with someone that you know could use it and subscribe so you can get one of these tips and tools every day.